0: Welcome to The Monk, The Magic, and The Millions, a diary of the lessons learned in spirituality, business, and everything in between. I'm your host, Andy Wang. What's up, team? Welcome to another entry of MMM. We're on to entry number seven. The title of this entry is called Opposing Viewpoints or Differing Viewpoints. Really, this entry is around a lesson that I learned surrounding differing viewpoints, some which could be opposing around business. Now, you can have differing viewpoints in a lot of every areas of life, but the one thing which I'm finding truer or I'm coming to realize is truer as I get older is that a lot of opposing or differing viewpoints can exist in the same reality. They can exist in the exact same situation. It depends on which perspective you're looking at it from and also what you're trying to achieve. Now, I think this is a huge conversation if we were to apply this to all areas of life. So I'm going to be sharing my lessons through the lens of business. So how did this lesson come up, this entry? I'm a part of a, let's call it a, business personal development coaching group where we get wisdom, we get knowledge from a facilitator. And as part of this group, we sometimes have these essentially like open forums or where we get to ask questions, Q&As and things like that. I was watching in on one and throughout the session, a few different business owners asked a few different questions. Now, there was two business owners where their questions were different as in it was specific to their business, but the underlying gist of it was the same. It was around, hey, I'm in the process of creating a product, a service. How do I go about it? What do I do? Do I create this image of this avatar and take a really clinical view on who I'm targeting? Or do I... You know, be aligned with myself and create from my truest soul's purpose. Which path do I take? The gist of the question was around that. What I found really interesting was that the facilitator here, he answered both questions with a different answer. And that was amazing to hear. On the face of it, you might think, oh, that's a bit contradictory. But really, the reason he gave was that each person was trying to achieve a different thing or the place where each person was coming from, their, their their starting point was different. So, for example, for one person, he gave the advice that they should really get clear on their avatar, really refine and simplify and ask his audience, ask the audience of uh, the audience of the the person who's trying to sell this product or service, what it is that they want, asking the audience. On the other hand, with the other person's question, uh, the facilitator answered it through the lens of, hey, you sound like you're pretty clear on what you want to create and you've got this urge to create this thing. Uh, Just send it, create it, create what it is that you want. I found this really intriguing because when I reflect back on my life, I've heard time and time again from amazing business owners, really successful business owners, that to sell something successfully and to earn that growth, ask the audience, ask the public what they want. Now, for some things that sat well with me from a perspective of, oh, there's this thing that I'm trying to achieve, how do I improve that thing, right? I would get feedback and ask people and it feels like the right thing to do. But then there are times where I just want to create and I'm creating for creation's sake. When it comes to that sort of experience, I've found asking people ends up not feeling good. I end up spending time creating something that someone else is wanting rather than something which I just want to create. So the reflection point which came up here was you don't have to follow one rule or the other. They're not mutually exclusive. You can do both and it really depends on the outcome that we're after and the place that original starting point we're coming from. if we we were to unpack that a bit more, think about it this way. There are some tasks that we might want to take where uh, it requires a very clinical view. So for example, if I'm running a bunch of ads and I want to improve how the ads are going. Now, do I go by oh, what is my heart's truest purpose telling me on how these ads are going? Or do I look at the metrics and the data and take a very clinical view saying, hey, these are the type of people who are clicking on these ads, therefore, uh, and buying, therefore, we should target that specific demographic better, right? If I was trying to achieve that purpose, then the approach I would take would be very different to just say, I'm trying to get, get really creative, uh, needing to create a whole new package, a whole new service or product, I'm not going to get in front of a whiteboard and dot out the pros and cons of each different option. For me, it's much more effective to really get in the body, do a bit of meditation, uh, do some breath work and go for a run and essentially get out of my mind and feel relaxed so that I'm in a much more creative heart space. So where am I going with all of this? Well, the thing which really struck home for me was that the same question can have different answers. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I catch that glimpse of that video on Instagram uh, where a successful business owner or business coach is giving some knowledge. I catch that video on YouTube and someone says, oh, you've got to do this. If you're successful, here are the five things you got to do. If you're blah, 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 here are the six and a half strategies that you've got to implement. And I get to the reason behind it because it's it's snappy, it's catchy. It gets eyeballs. But oftentimes it creates a bit of insecurity around myself or around my situation where I think, oh, I don't do that. Should I be doing that? But then the thought of implementing whatever it is that they might be saying sometimes just doesn't sit right. On the flip side, I'm thinking, whoa, they're successful. So they got to know what they're talking about, right? And they probably do. But that solution may just work for a different type of result that I'm after? So knowing that the same question can have multiple different answers, it really created a reflection point and really created confidence for myself to turn inward, to ask the self, okay, what is the end result that I'm after? And where, what is my starting point? I'll give an example. Uh, in the past, I talked about this budgeting tool, that uh, app that I'm creating at the moment. And Re- reality is this that thing came out of necessity for me. I needed to create that for my own money management and it then became this passion project where I just love improving it. I love developing new concepts around it and now that we're turning it into an app, I'm really enjoying just creating and being and seeing what's being brought to life. And I only ever intended to create this app to release the creative bottleneck. So I'm not taking this in a very clinical, uh, approaching this in a very clinical way. I'm not looking at this saying, hey, the button's got to be exactly this many dimensions to to really excel in the user experience, or uh, the wording has to be exactly this many words to have that short, punchy, whatever it is, Right. I'm not taking that approach. For me, the outcome of this was always to remove the creative bottleneck because I felt like unless I brought this thing to life and gave it life, I couldn't move on and create other things. Now, someone else in my position who's wanting to achieve a specific result, such as, oh, we want to create the best app in the world that does X, Y, Z and, and this many sales in the first year they're going to approach that really differently. Why is this important? Well, for me, it's important because it prevents me from having to scatter and try all these different things. Don't get me wrong, trying new things is effective sometimes, but when our time, our energy, our uh, uh, whether it's money, whatever it might be, is a finite resource in our possession at the moment. We don't want to be scattering our time and energy specifically, uh, money you can always make, right? But time and energy, attention, focus, you don't want to be giving that willy-nilly. So if someone says, hey, do this, and now someone else says, hey, do that, you don't want to be jumping from one to the other. I feel like the more sure of yourself, the better you know yourself, and The challenges that you face and how you like to solve issues really helps hone in uh, the, the ways you approach it from infinite ways of approaching it to just two or maybe even just down to one. And that's why it's important. It saves a lot of time and energy to know that, hey, this person said this one thing. That person said that other thing. Both can be right, but which one actually feels right for me? Which one feels right in what I'm trying to achieve? And is this a question or a problem that I meant I should be trying to solve with my head, i.e. in a clinical boardroom setting, looking at your KPIs and the increases of your, of your profit? Or is this a problem or opportunity I should be trying to solve with my heart, where it's about getting creative? getting in touch with the audience, creating a community. And knowing whether you're solving a problem, is this a heart problem or a head problem? Oh, that really refines the different options that you have to solve the problem with, right? Instead of having 10 options, you might go down to five because all of a sudden you know, hey, this is the heart problem problem. I need a heart solution here. Great. All oh, the head, head solutions, you move off to the side. This might not be applicable for everyone uh, because I know everyone has a different decision-making process. But for me, there are definitely some obstacles which I, which I tackle from a heart space. And then there are definitely some obstacles which I tackle from a head space. And sometimes I get too confused. So, moving forward, when I'm faced with an outcome I'm trying to get to, an obstacle or a question or a challenge which is coming up, and I'm trying to bash my way into the solution, instead of rushing into it, I think I'm going to pause and just ask myself, is this a heart solu- – does this need a heart solution or does this need a head solution – Because the same question can have two very different solutions and it depends on what I'm trying to achieve. Anyway, until next time, peace. Thank you for listening to The Monk, The Magic and The Millions.